News out today that uh, Lydia Ko, uh, New Zealand's uh, well, formerly New Zealand's best golfer, has swapped her swing coach yet again. Ted O finds himself surplus to requirements. Uh, they say that it's a, a mutual decision, and she's going to go into uh, this weekend's event, the Mediheal, uh, as her own swing coach. Joined now by David Ledbetter, of course, who oversaw her swing during her most successful time uh, in the middle, uh, 12 titles, including two majors over that three years. His name is David Ledbetter. Uh, we talked to David quite a lot. David, welcome to the program. I suppose first up what's your your initial reaction to this news that uh, Lydia and Ted have split well uh you know I'm sorry to hear that it's uh you know it's um I don't know I suppose it's uh you know from from my standpoint I mean it's it's ancient history now and it's just sad to see that uh, Lydia has was not sort of uh, has not sort of continued along the path that she was going on and uh you know obviously she's by her standards are concerned, she certainly struggled the last uh, couple of years. I know she won last year. She won the storm last year, so uh, that was good. But, you know, considering I, I would say that her start in professional golf was probably hotter than Tiger's, um, it's obviously going to be, uh, you know, very deflating for her. And uh, obviously they want to try somebody else. So, um, you know, they... They're, they're falling. Uh, they're falling fast. These coaches, aren't they? <laughs> when you say they, do you see um, parental fingerprints all over this decision, David? We've had this discussion before. Well, I, I don't know what her relationship is now with her parents, but uh, I would imagine that the family had a. You know, it, I, I just read in the in dispatches that uh, everybody was distressed. You know, over her result at the ANA, and I can only imagine that it was uh, her, her parents. Um, you know, possibly her agent. Uh, so I, I don't really know. I haven't, I haven't really been in contact with Lydia. I've just, you know, just sort of observed her results. And uh, as I say, it's just sad to see because, uh, uh, as I think that uh, you know, with all these changes, I mean, in everything, every walk, every part of her life, really, and even you know, her build, uh, everything else. Uh, I mean, she's lost a lot of weight, which is sometimes you can lose strength that way, and uh, you know, it's it's. It's amazing how you know you look at so many of the greats through the years that they they really pretty much stuck to their game to their game plan and uh, their blueprint, shall we say, and they didn't vary too much. I mean, you look at somebody like a Jordan Spieth. I mean, look, he's gone through some terrible times recently, but you know, he and his coach they're trying to work it out, and that's what you try to do. You know, you try to you try to find that little magic again, and uh, it was just uh, very sad. I thought towards the end of two seventeen when she decided because she had a poor last couple of months that you know she wanted to try something different and boy did she try something different from equipment to coaches to caddy to workouts uh, her, uh, her fitness coach to her mental coach uh, you know and I, say, I just think when you make all these changes uh, it's a shock to the system and sometimes you know it's sometimes it can work certainly but uh, a lot of times it, it won't so uh, you know unfortunately you know it's, it's is trying to find that magic again, which she had. I mean, she was a very special player. I mean, when you know that when she came out on tour, and I mean, I mean, from the standing, from the standpoint, I mean, she obviously had a very successful amateur career under Guy Wilson, and I think we continued along those lines. I mean, the very fact that she won the next week after Sean Hogan and I started working with her, and it just sort of set the stage really for a phenomenal, you know, three years essentially. Uh, and uh, you know, to my from my standpoint, I mean, you know, you just don't want to 
rock the boat, so to speak. And, uh, you know, she's obviously got to find somebody else now and hopefully she can get back on track. You've been involved recently, David Ledbetter, as our guest uh, around talking about the way her swing has changed and adjusted. Uh, some interesting exchanges uh, uh, with yourself and Paige McKenzie about the nature of the change of her swing. Do you want to expand on that for us, David, about what you've actually seen? Well, you know, we, we sort of put a plan together for Lydia. You know, look, she's not the, you know, she's not the greatest athlete in the world. I mean, she's a slight person. Uh, and we felt that, look, first of all, when she came to see us, she was a, a fader of the ball. We thought we could give her a draw uh, that would sort of help the cause, uh, which she started to do. And then she was such a, I mean, she's always had a great short game, which she still has. I mean, you know, maybe her putting's not quite as sharp as it was, but the thing that's most noticeable, which is, is very important as far as statistics are concerned, is her greens and regulation. I mean, you know, she was always right up there in greens and regulation, up up near the top. And, uh, uh, you know, now she's she's way down. And, you know, so it, it puts a lot of stress on the rest of your game. I mean, right, she's not hitting a lot of fairways. Uh, but I think the biggest problem is that uh, she's not hitting, you know, a lot of greens. And so... You know, Paige McKenzie, who's a former tour professional herself, you know, she came out and said, well, listen, I think her swing looks better. Well, you know, it's it's form over function, isn't it? I mean, the fact is she had a very functional swing. And uh, towards the end of 217, in my opinion, she was absolutely exhausted after she went through the Olympics, etc. And I think, you know, she should have taken probably a lot of time off, but she played and she, uh, you know, when you play through fatigue and uh, stress, as I think there was after the Olympics. I mean, she did an amazing job winning a, a silver medal. Uh, and, you know, the rest of the year was pretty much a write-off. And, you know, I think they, they sort of concluded that, well, because we had a poor end of the year, I mean, if you look at that year, I mean, she was still very close to being number one, uh, apart from the poor last round of the CME, the last round, I mean, she shot 63 in the third round. And, you know, you know I think it's just, it's just unfortunately that... Uh, it seems the whole everything's muddled in her mind, and uh, you know whether she's being directed in the right way, whether she's getting the right advice, uh, you know whether it be parents or you know advisors, I don't know. And it, but it's just it's just sad to see because, as I say, when uh, you know as good as she was and as, as great a player she was, I mean she's she's a good player still, but you know she's sort of back in the pack now, and you know there's a lot of the competition is very strong right now out there, and uh, you know you've got to keep a you've got to keep ahead of the curve. And I know everybody wants to get better, and so you certainly give her kudos for trying to get better. But in the fact, the fact is, how much better did she need to get? You know, maybe a little tweak here, a little tweak there, and you get back on track. But to make the changes she made, I mean, I think it's, they were just there were just too many changes in too many areas, and I just think it was just very hard for her to handle. You, you, she's seventeenth now in the world. Uh, you mentioned some of those. Um... Stats before, 52nd in greens and regulation. She sits at the moment on the tour. 128th in distance. I think that was never going to be a huge one for her anyway. 90th in accuracy. And they're pretty alarming figures, those ones. The 90th and the 52nd, as you mentioned yeah. before. Is it beyond repair, though? Is it beyond reproach? Can she get back? Can she do it again? Or carrying on meddling well, with her you, apparently you, simple swing now is crazy? Yeah, you, you'd, you'd never say never, you know. But, I mean, you look at... The, I mean, she's won literally one third of the money in the last two and a half years that she did in the first three years she worked with us. One third. I mean, that's a, that's a severe drop off. And so, yeah, you never say never that she couldn't get back. I mean, listen, I, I, I mean, I, I love Lydia. I think she's a great girl. I think she's, I mean, she's funny. She's great for the tour. I mean, the players really enjoy her. And uh, you know, you just, but 
you know, she just doesn't seem to have the same aura that she had. I mean, she was just an awesome player when she came out. I mean, she was, you think of the, when she shot 63 in the last round at uh, the Avion, when she went head to head with Lexi Thompson, I mean, what a round of golf that was. And that's, that's a Lydia that we knew and, you know, that we see her now struggling and I mean, finishing 40th and just making cuts. And, you know, it's just, it's just, just doesn't seem like the same person and uh you know it's it's tough it's it's tough to i mean players have made comebacks i mean look at steve stricker and you know you see players have come back for sure but it's 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 not that easy once you lo- lose that mojo and that confidence which is really what it's all about you know and that that feeling of invincibility that she had uh, it's a, it's a it's a tough road to hoe would you reach out to her would you go back again or is that bridge long since burned david well, you know, look, once again, you never say never, you know, but uh, to me, I mean, look, she has to make the decision herself what she wants to do. And to me, look, it's like I've I've seen how, you know, how her team operates. And I just think there's just way too much interference from outside sources. I think she needs to sort of come to the conclusion that say, she needs to do this for herself, even though she talks about it. But I, I just... I think there's some outside influences there that are saying, hey, you need to do this, you need to do that. It was a fun project. I mean, uh, it was really enjoyable working with her. And I mean, I enjoy working with players who really have that that talent and that energy to really be the best. And she did. And, uh, you know, right now she seems to be firing on about three cylinders. And so, uh, listen, I hope she I hope she gets it back because I, I really do. I mean, look, it's not that she's not working hard. I just think that she's been getting some bad advice, not necessarily the coaching was bad that she's had recently. And uh, But you, know, you keep chopping and chaining. It's like she's searching. I mean, right now she's searching or they're searching and uh, – hopefully finding the magic pill. You know, sometimes there's no magic pill. Sometimes you just got to do what got you there, you know, and maybe get back to what you were doing. And so, uh, you know, that's obviously her or their choice. And on that, Mr. Leadbetter, we thank you very much for your time and expertise. Go well. Thank you very much, Darcy. All the best. Bye-bye now.